everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I am Amy and sitting right next to me, like right next to me. Because we're in the van. I have to sit right next to you is Caleb and that's me. (laughs) Yes. So we are Amy and Caleb, um, the two faces behind Untitled Van Life Project. There are two more faces, but they're canines. Canine Canine faces, which are the best type of faces, honestly. Canine faces. So at this point, right now today, we have been living in the van for exactly three weeks and one day. Three weeks and one day. So if you listen to our last episode, we kind of talked about our transition moving into van life. And at that point, I think we'd been in the van for three days. Um, so the kind of crazy thing now. Three days. That's crazy. The last episode we recorded was th- we were only three days mm-hmm. in. And now we're over three weeks. Just barely, but over three weeks. Yeah. And it's felt like a decade. Yeah. The crazy thing with three <laughs> weeks being in the van is I feel like I have learned so much just about life, about this new lifestyle, about the earth, about, I don't know, everything. And then I also feel like I know nothing at the same time. Do you feel that way? Uh, yes, I feel that way about a lot of things in life, though. <laughs> I learn a whole lot about it, and then the more I know, I realize the less I know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely about van life. Yes. So, of course, we have had some adventures in these last three weeks. Things that we'd planned for, things that we had not planned for. Um, But to just kind of give you all a generic overview, we have been hanging around uh, the Twin Lakes, Colorado area. So that is kind of in between, if you're familiar with Colorado, in between Buena Vista and Leadville. Um, We've really been hanging out on this public land right at the base of the lakes. So we're like really right on the shore of these two lakes. And actually, if you listened to our last podcast, um, we recorded that one sitting in an overlook, looking out over these two lakes. We always try to describe the places we're recording these podcasts, that, and it's just impossible. It is you have impossible. to see photos, which is, we do that too. We take some photos. It is impossible, but once you see the photos and maybe listen to this, then you can piece them together. Yes. No. You can be like, wow, that's where they were. And then you can come and join us because actually, you're more than welcome to. I guess technically my view is a wood wall in front of me because we're in the van. Good one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been hanging around here for the last few weeks. We did spend a little bit of time up in Breckenridge. We went up there for a shoot. It was the only thing we had had planned. And we were in Salida a few days. We were in Salida a couple days too, which that's not too far from here either. Um, But... How has your time at Twin Lakes been? <laughs> good. Good. Cool. <laughs> it's been good. Yeah. What have been some of your favorite parts about being like in this area, in this spot? Um, well, I think one thing we have learned, or that I have learned that is not less. Does that make sense? Is that uh, the, is not less? <laughs> is that the town of Buena Vista or Buena Vista, as a lot of Coloradoans? Coloradans say um, has a lot of the essential stuff that we need in order to operate van life and it's very convenient and the people are very friendly so um, in regards to you know uh, our last podcast which was only three days in and we had no idea like even where the best access to 
potable water was. Three weeks in, I'm like, man, we actually know a few places in a few different cities. Uh, and we also know where to, you know, uh, recycle. We know where recycling centers are. We know where to get some good coffee and Wi-Fi and charge up. We know where a good brewery is. Um, we know good where local health food store. Good local health grocery food store that we love supporting. Um, yeah, and Buena Vista kind of has all of that, as well as an awesome diesel engine shop, which uh, Santiago is going to need that over the years, the years to come. I can just go ahead and say that <laughs> so far. So yeah, one thing I've been learning is this area is not only beautiful, but it is, it is very accessible for people wanting to either just camp or, or live out of an RV or do van life or do some kind of tiny home on the road living. It has everything, all the essentials you need, which is very accessible um, probably year-round, I would think. We've only been here in the summer, but yeah. So that's been a very positive, this area. It feels like home. It feels like we can always come back here and sustain ourselves or support ourselves with what we need. Yes, Buena Vista has felt super um, supportive of the nomadic lifestyle. They have all the things that any kind of nomad, like if you're just a hiker backpacking the Colorado Trail, or if you are in a huge SRV that's massive, they can accommodate and supply provisions, I think, for any type of nomadic liver. Oh, laundromat, shower. Mm-hmm. I f- totally forgot about to mention Wally Lala's. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be dropping a blog on uh, yes. like some of the best spots in Buena Vista to uh, refill and restock on essentials that you'll mm-hmm. need for this type of traveling lifestyle. Um, so stay tuned for that. And we, But yeah, I mean, it feels like Buena's like, yo, you're in this incredibly beautiful place with access to all this wildlife. Like, come to the city, get what you need, and then, like, get Don't. back out there. Yeah, <laughs> like, be back out in nature. And uh, all the people we've met in the town and even in around our camping area, we've now developed a few neighbors after being here a few weeks. Uh, some regulars who are on the road like us, but who also love to find spots where they can, like, set up for a few days or a week or a few weeks. Um, and they've all been incredibly nice, incredibly just friendly, opening, welcome, um, down to stop their life, especially the, the guys at the car shop, and, and help us out. So, uh, yeah, Buena Vista in this area has been very, very welcoming into our first month of van life. Yeah. Been great. And it's, it's crazy to think, too, about how originally we were going to make this transition um, without really having this much time in this month to get settled in. <clears throat> Yeah. <clears throat> so it is kind of crazy to think that we were going to have to be like traveling 24 seven or like staying on top of our travel while trying to figure out these like essentials. It would have been a lot more difficult because I mean, you know, living in a van, just a lot of daily things that you normally do if you live in an apartment or a house, um, they just take longer or you just might have to get a little bit more creative in how you do them. You can't just always shower whenever you want. Maybe, since we're on a lake, if you get really hot and sweaty, you can go take a dip in the lake because it's crystal clear and beautiful. And then, when you do actually need to do, need like a full-blown shower, you just kind of get creative. Be like, okay, do we buy an outdoor shower? Do we go find a shower in town? All the things that you normally do, like I said, you just have to be creative. So, so what have we been doing? Let's talk about let's talk about the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. <laughs> the nitty gritty, because I feel like that's always a you know like people know that us camping and parking in beautiful spots is kind of coming with it. But everyone's like, well, if I wanted to do that, how would I do so and so and so and X and O and X and O and X and O like enabled it in Z from from A to Z uh, to be able to take care of uh, 
ourselves in this van life. So yeah. let's start with showers. Okay. What has showering patterns been like? <laughs> so if anyone knows Caleb and I. <laughs> <laughs> we were made for this life. We are great. Right, come with... on. I have dreadlocks, but they are clean. They're clean dreadlocks. We're great with our, like, showering habits. No, I'm just kidding. That is something that we wanted to consciously focus on living in the van. We did. We knew that we needed to set strong habits mm-hmm. going in uh, in terms of hygiene and cleanliness. Yeah, yeah. Because it is something that could easily fall b- by easily the wayside. Easily fall through the cracks for yes. us. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of cracks in this van. <laughs> <laughs> um, showering. So I feel like, so we've been showering, washing our hair like once a week. Yes. And we were able to find that once again because Buena Vista is awesome. The laundromat that we go to, um, you can pay for a 10-minute shower. Um, So, yeah, there you go. Knock out two birds with one stone. Found the laundromat in Buena that offers little 10-minute $7 showers. And it's awesome because literally, like, in the time that it takes each of us to shower... Our laundry's done. Like, yeah. I feel like it just times itself out perfectly. We'll, we'll start We'll start washing laundry. One of us will take a shower while the other one sits out and, like, charges some stuff. Mm-hmm. Or they have arcade games. You know, whatever you want to fancy. Don't do those. Whatever your fancy is. And then, yeah, yeah, basically it's time to switch over, drying, and then the next person shower. Yeah. It's a great business model. Good job, great. Lawless. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, like, during the week, um, since we have been on these lakes, I've been... I'll like put on a swimsuit and we've got some amazing, just completely all natural soap. Um, and I'll just go down there and kind of rinse off in the lake, which feels really refreshing. We also, um, have been washing our feet. Yeah. That was a habit. We started actually like our first location because Mm -hmm. it was more of a campsite. Yeah. And uh, it was extremely dusty. And I, we kind of learned that just, you know, cleansing like the ankles and feet at least every night before you're kind of like going back in and sweeping out the van really makes a huge difference in terms of just overall feeling and cleanliness. It does make a lot of a difference. Um, just that small little act. So we just have, yeah, a little basin that we put water in and just wash our feet. And then another thing that we've been doing is we do have some like body wipes. So... If I do get, if I do start to feel kind of gross or maybe once a day, if I haven't gotten in the water, just kind of wipe my body down with those wipes. It yep. definitely makes a difference too. And I've also taken like a spray bottle shower to my, mainly in my upper torso region. It's honestly hair that is the hardest thing probably to wash for us just like on a daily basis. But we did just purchase an outdoor shower. We which is... did and we have yet because we bought it on a day that we showered. So we haven't used it yet ironic enough we're showered and then we're like we think we need an outdoor shower but it was going like going into van life we knew we wanted to explore taking outdoor showers so we bought one we did so i'm excited to use that in the future yes i've not used it yet we haven't needed to yet so we haven't showered today is what we're saying (laughs) i got in the lake i got in the lake (laughs) this morning um yeah so that kind of covers showering water we have kind of learned so we have we ended up actually buying another tank. We originally only had 14 gallons of water. Now we have up now to we have 20, 20 gallons of Because we bought another six-gallon tank. And water reserve. So we've kind of learned we can go probably about like four days um, with that before we need to go back in town and get water. Once again, another reason Buena Vista is awesome. They have potable water available just at the Public Works building. 
and it's like two bucks for like up to over 200 like up to 267 gallons of water is the max you can get with two dollars so we obviously don't get anywhere close to that so if anyone wants to just follow behind us and like fill up all their water bottles for the next five years feel free to do so yes all your camelbacks and everything you'll be set for bonder 2021 yeah and then what's awesome is right beside the water is the recycling center Mm -hmm. so once again two birds with one stone yes and this is something that makes me sad like when we were in denver i could not find just like a public recycling center like because of course everyone has a house and so if you have a house you have recycling like bin yeah that you put out every week um, and I was just kind of, I don't know, like sometimes our bin would get full or maybe I would forget to put it out and we didn't have room anymore. And then our house is just overflowing with a cycle and I want to go take it somewhere. And there's not a public place. So I love these little towns have those public recycling places. Um, yeah, yeah we found one in, uh, we found one in Buena Vista. We found one in Leadville. Mm-hmm. We found one in Salida mm-hmm. so far. And that's only in three weeks. Yeah. Um, they do have weird hours, though, and weird days that they're open. So only the check Leadville that. one. Okay, only the Leadville one. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are a van lifer or some kind of nomad and you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're new to it, um, on just a quick Google search will get you all this information. Yes. It's not hard but to But you find. know that you would rather get it from us yeah. right here, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, for like they're probably wondering like the address and like where are these places. Yeah, we're not going to tell you that. <laughs> Sorry, not looking that shit up. <laughs> um laundry how has it felt doing laundry at a laundromat had you ever done that before <laughs> uh indifferent 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 yes neither positive nor negative experience it's just getting laundry done is yes. what it is do you feel like we're able to do it efficient like yes. as much as you would want yeah i think so i mean when we're not so we kind of have i feel like uh, like a few different modes per week. We have these days where we go into the city and try to knock out as many tasks as possible. And then we have days where we're either traveling, which we haven't traveled a whole lot, but a few days. Why, or, or why like, haven't we traveled a lot? Because <laughs> uh, uh, Santiago can't handle it. But Or we have days where we're kind of like parked out at a spot, maybe moving around the ground, but like not going in for uh, provisions, my lord. Um, and when we're doing that, I mean, we don't, wear a whole lot of clothes <laughs> no i'm just saying i mean uh let's it's see true. yeah you know we enjoy i'll put on some some shorts and a shirt to like sit down and edit every day to you know feel like i'm dressed and then i'll wear like certain clothes to do yoga in but over the course of the day i'm not you You're know it's only a, a few hours a, a day per attire or item i'm wearing so I, it's not like they're needing to be washed yeah. regularly on the normal lifestyle where i'm out and about and stuff like that and i also go shirtless pretty much like 23 hours of the day (laughs) so that's true like when you're living in a house you know you put on clothes you wear in the house and then maybe you go to the grocery store so you put on new clothes for that and then you go to work so you put on your work uniform and then you go hang out with friends and get drinks so you might put something on that so like that's four different outfits in one day easy most of our laundry anyway has has been towels from either trying to wash (laughs) ourselves or wash our dogs off from when they swim in the lake or get super dirty uh but that is okay that's laundry we've been doing (laughs) our sheets a lot more oh yes and our bedding that's because kona lays in her bed i know so he's uh he gets dirty and then he likes to lay on our bed which is kind of the only spot for him to lay if we want room for him to lay down which we do but yeah 
What? Is there any other nitty gritty? Oh, bathroom. Bathroom. How has... So, for those who don't know, we do have a toilet. Santiago does have a toilet, which is awesome. I guess it's like the equivalent of a porta potty, essentially. Yeah. Just a little... I mean, honestly, when we were looking for vans, toilet was not a deal breaker for us. We were down to get a van that did not have a toilet. Um, But now that we are in it, I'm so glad we have it. It's come in clutch. Rules with the toilet. You can only pee. Yeah, we don't poop in the toilet. Do not poop in the I toilet. I mean, it does have, uh, like, loading in for chemicals to, like, combat the smell. And it has, like, a lock system to where it, like, is it's airtight and then it's, in. like, can, hidden away. Yeah, it's made to be You can do it, in. but I just don't, we don't want to clean it out. No, so. that's what we have the deuce for, which is our most used item of the van so far, three weeks in. Uh, what I'm talking about is this titanium little... They can't see it. You don't they need to grab it. it. But you, can, you can hear the titanium... Got it, REI. It's uh, I think it's called the Deuce. Actually, it's just a little, a little trowel. hand, a little trowel. That man, I have never dug so many holes in my life between <laughs> between us and the dogs. Which is also safe camping habits. If you want to take a shit in the woods, uh, you should go 200 feet away from campsites or water, or trails, and dig a hole that's at least six inches in the ground, four inches wide, and uh, that's where you'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. And same with dogs. If your dog shit on the path, either pick it up with a compostable bag or dig them a hole as well. Yeah. And honestly, this trowel works really, really well. Yeah. It's been awesome. And it has been our most used item. Shout out to the trowel. The, the deuce. The deuce. <laughs> the deuce. Crazy Ira, Ira and, and the, the deuce. deuce. <laughs> Parks and Rec ref. Oh, I miss Parks and Rec. Um... Yeah. Um, How has, have you like missed pooping in a toilet? No, no. It really, you know what? You just feel really connected to nature in those moments. And I've also realized that I think it's just helped my body's natural circadian rhythm just be like, you know, I don't want to be digging holes 24 7. So yeah, I don't want to be taking. It feels that way sometimes. It does feel that way. But honestly, you know what? It's just, I can't believe we're just talking about pooping right now. <laughs> But uh, this is part. It's a big part of van life. But you know what? I probably take one big dump once a morning. You don't have to get that specific. Okay, sorry. But I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it's got my body. I didn't when we were living at home. I didn't always do that. Sometimes, like I, I don't know. Maybe I saved a little bit for later if I didn't want to drop them all off at the time. Maybe Mm -hmm. pick some up later and then drop some on my. You know. Uh, But this time it's like no. You know, I just kind of get it all cleansed out in that moment and i feel like my body just is processing itself to that rhythm it's been nice that w- that is one of the things i was most that's excited. super nitty gritty <laughs> that's or mushy oh <laughs> <laughs> it can be nitty gritty and mushy <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> especially yes. if you're vegan uh, mm, yeah, that's actually very yeah, true. Lots of jackfruit. Um, but yeah, oh. peeing. Then even we always just do it outside unless it's like in the middle of the night. Then you can go in the toilet. So we don't even use. I mean, we use the toilet maybe like each twice a day, and it's probably in the middle of the night. Yeah. Or if it's like or pouring if it's down storming rain. Storming or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it takes a while. It's pretty big, but. Are there any other nitty gritty items? That was the nittiest and the grittiest. That was the nittiest. I mean, um, yeah, we we found we've uh, that's it. 
<laughs> that's all. That's, that's all, all I can think the of. That's all the nitty gritty. Okay. I think that's all the nitty gritty. If you guys have any other nitty gritty questions, then send them our way. Yeah, send them our way. Whatever, we'll answer them. Obviously, we'll talk about anything. Yeah, we're talking about poop. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so talking. we did kind of have a little, a fun situation with Santiago. Oh. Let's talk about this. So, our solar we get power through solar panels. And I have never lived in anything that got power from solar panels, which I, I mean, I think it's super cool. It makes so much sense. The sun can provide energy that you can use as power. Like, why are we not all doing yeah, this? Yeah, if the sun is out. But this is what we are learning. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if the sun is out, you're going to get great power. If the sun is not out, which we thought Colorado was one of the, I mean, Denver is one of the sunniest cities in the U.S. We're learning the mountains are not... You cannot group Denver with Colorado. No. no. Yeah, it is. I think it is. Denver is the sunniest city in America. Mm-hmm. And I just associate that with Colorado. Because Colorado mm-hmm. is also very sunny. But we've been not going in the through, mountains. We've been going through a rainy stretch. Yes. The last, like, 10 days or so, it has... Plus. Yeah. It's been very stormy, very rainy. So that has obviously affected our solar panels and our ability to get power. So we had <laughs> this amazing idea... One night, um, we were looking. We were looking at places all over Colorado: Telluride, Uray, Montrose. We were even looking at, like Santa Fe and. Taos. We were looking for sunny places. We were looking for sunny places, and nowhere because in Twin Col- Lakes was supposed to be stormy for the next two weeks. Nowhere in Colorado or northern New Mexico was showing us sun. The only place that was was Moab, which, obviously, if you've listened to our podcast, you know our love for Moab. So we got pulled in. We were like, "Oh my gosh, let's just go to Moab." So the next morning. We woke up and we drove to Moab just because we could. Why not? And it'd be great for our solar panels. Yeah, that's like the freedom of van life. It's like, oh, we don't have to be anywhere mm-hmm. for two weeks. Yeah, we can just follow the sun, essentially. Mm-hmm. We just needed some more coverage of the sun. So we followed the sun, and we also really, really felt the sun. Yeah, it was too hot. It was way too hot. Way too hot. Um, the only time, well, every time we've been in Moab, it obviously has not been summer, and summer in Moab is a completely different story. So we got there probably around 6 or 7 p.m., and we knew this is not where we're staying. Yeah, it was like it was like in the 90s, like at 10 and 11 p.m., yeah. and, and then we're like, man, that was a really stupid choice. Maybe we just need to figure out how to, you know, uh, cycle our power yes. charging better with our solar panels, but still, it's still been stormy. It's still been stormy. But we woke up the next morning and we immediately drove back to Colorado. <laughs> we did. So we did have a, like, I don't know, maybe 12, 14-hour Moab trip in there where we slept most of the time. Yep. Drove most of the time and then we were awake for, like, an hour and a half and then slept. Yeah. But honestly, so worth it. Moab, <laughs> Moab is always worth it. I no, mean, seriously, leaving, not... we, we found a really cool spot to camp we, we had never seen before. We also, like, took a route that we had never been before, and it was, like, by this river. It's, uh, it's like, I think it's 28, Highway 28, 128, yeah. going east out of Moab, uh, and you come out at Cisco. That route is so beautiful. And we, we got found... to drove it. We found an awesome road the next morning to pull off and do some drone shots of the van, which hopefully I will get to editing. So, not a wasted trip. Not a waste. We found amazing things and spots for the future. Yes. Just not for that time. Not, no. So, as Moab tends to do, it doesn't ever want you to leave the city. It's always going to make it hard for you to leave its magical embrace that just surrounds you. 
So on the way back, of course, Moab intervened, and we were very close to our destination. We were not too far from Salida, which is what we were trying to get to. And we were coming up Monarch Pass, and our check engine light came on. And then we noticed that the car was not accelerating. That was a van, it's not a car. It was not accelerating, slowly, slowly dropping in its miles per hour. And we come to find out later that we blew a turbo hose. Our turbo hose had blown. So in order for us to get over this pass, though, we were determined to make it. We weren't just going to stop and bow out. Santiago was determined, too. So we were going about 20 miles per hour up this pass for I don't know how many miles. And every now and then we'd have to pull off at a stop, so obviously we would let people pass and give Santiago a little bit of a break. Um, but that was a very interesting, <laughs> an interesting sequence of events. It's kind of weird when you realize, oh, this is like our car and our house now. Well, that's what, I mean, now three weeks in, especially coming from our last podcast, those first three, three days were kind of like definitely honeymoon phase. I mean, <laughs> we are, well, I mean, I still feel like we're in the honeymoon phase of van life, but three days in, like we had no issues. Mm-hmm. Now it feels like, um, like every change of scenery, or I guess, you know, like if we leave one spot to go into town, um, <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, everything could fall apart in the blink of an eye. And uh, it's kind of like been those two balancing points. It either is literally like living the dream, like we're parking and and camping and like in the most beautiful spots. The the interlaken trail of the part of the Colorado Trail has been our backyard for like the last week. We've been hiking parts of it every single day, mm-hmm. hiking the Colorado Trail. And it's so beautiful around the Twin Lakes. Um, and like that... And then just watching the sunset on the roof of our van with rum and tequila and having some happy hour drinks, drinking our morning beverages up there, watching the sunrise and feeling the morning sun, and then laying up there and watching the stars and slide out. Like, that part is, I mean, it feel, it, we're always just like, is this is this real? Is this our life? You know? We ask that a lot. Um, but then there's also the very next day you're like, holy shit, this is all about to fall apart. Our engine's about to blow up and cost us thousands of dollars, which we do not have. And that that's also our house. And we're also going to get stuck in on this with pass no with service. no cell service. And the only way to go is like a, you know, a really steep downgrade back to a city, which probably has no cell service either. And uh, yeah, these are part of the van adventures of week three. And it's also like we could probably use water or we're out of energy on the solar panels. Um, yeah. It is like going between those, rush. <laughs> those two extremes, like constantly living in between those two extremes is wild. There's, and there's really no in between. It's either yeah. one extreme or the other. It's either like, holy shit, this is awesome. Or like, holy shit, I have no idea what's going to happen. And this could be very bad very quickly. Or very expensive, which is also very bad. Yeah, yeah. But I think what I'm learning is that there's always a way, like there will be a way out of it. Uh You might have to get a little creative or ask strangers for help or I don't know. But I just think something that we, like it puts us in a very vulnerable spot, I think. Uh And I think there's always going to be a way out of it or a way through, maybe not out, through it. And, yeah, that was kind of our first encounter with, I think, that end of the spectrum. 
Yeah. And it was, it was crazy. It was a rush. It was also, I don't know. I kind of felt this sense of like, this is going to be okay. Like I just kept, <laughs> I don't know if I was lying to myself. I was just like, this is going to be okay. Like worst comes to worst. We just park right here and we sleep. And yeah, we get at least like we wait for the morning. Us. Yeah. And you know. Wasn't the first time we've ever been stranded anywhere either or gotten the van stuck. I guess we weren't stranded, True. but uh, you'll have to read the, the blog about our first Moab trip yeah. to read about our first stranded strandation. Yes, but we did not get stranded. So, no, alas, no, no. we made alas, it over the pass going Salida. like 20 miles an hour. And then we made it to Buena Vista, found some dudes who are awesome and going to work on it. And hopefully it'll be back in ship shape in no time. ASAP. Stat. Hopefully, pronto. like before this podcast comes out, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, I think one thing that's been kind of on my mind. I think you said it, but it's definitely been in between this podcast and the last podcast. But uh, you were like, it's almost like impossible to do van life um, with the worry that something could go wrong at every second. <laughs> I think I butchered that. But you're like, you can't just like. I mean, mm-hmm. now that we're a part of it, it's like you literally cannot just always think something's going to go wrong because like every second you would just stress yourself out every second something could go something could go wrong like the car won't start here we have no cell service uh a part broke that is thousands of dollars that we need to replace which we don't have that money Mm -hmm. yeah uh you know whatever we run out of gas we get stuck somewhere uh we run out of water i don't know there's just like you can't have that mindset and it's just like yeah it's impossible to live in that you have to just be in the present. <laughs> have to be in the present, and then when the present does present you with some sort of challenge like that. You meet it, you handle it, and you then be, you move on. And you get creative. Yeah. I think. I mean, it even breeds creativity into the our nitty-gritty test. It's like, you know, at home, if you're thirsty and you want water, you either go get it out of the tap or, like, a filter in the fridge. Here, when we want water where we're at, we're, if we run out of it, one, I bought a water filter so we can filter some some, since we're on the lake, yeah. We since we're on the lake, water. Um, but we would have to drive, find a town that would have potable water or, or a spot to refill. Which at Buena right now is probably at least thirty to forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, once we make it out of the, like the grounds we're in. So yeah, that's just stuff to think about. You gotta get creative. You can't just walk and get a glass of water <laughs> out of running but we, sink. You gotta dig a hole for poop. You gotta. <laughs> you make it sound like we like run out of water all the time we don't we've never run out of we water. we actually are very cognizant of our water and when it starts to get low we go into town well that's my main survival thing you know like as long as we have water we can survive wherever we're at we may not have any money we may be stranded in the middle of nowhere but no cell service but if we have water we can live we have water we have our bed <laughs> and we have our dogs and we have our dogs what else do you need that's it that's, that's true. it that's true there was something that you said that i wanted to get back to but I've, Get back I've, to it. I feel lost Get, oh, you feel in lost? where we're at. Well, that <laughs> happens too. But yeah, that has been a major just learning experience. And I think we both really kind of, it just came to fruition trying to go over Monarch Pass. It's like, I even remember like after we like made it, we like, we were pulling over and I'm like, should I fly my drone and just see how much like higher this pass goes up? Because like, if it gets much steeper than where we're at, like, I don't know if the van can make it going what it was. And then all it was, I thought it was the actual turbocharger. It was just a rip and yeah, the hose like going to it. So it's a cheap fix. So it's actually a cheap fix, but it totally like decimated our acceleration going up these uh massive colorado mountains um that's something i think i've learned too is 
I'm going to be checking the roads that we're like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not we got to check our path. I'm not just going to map somewhere and be like, let's go. I'm going to be like. way possible. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at like, okay, are these like super steep mountain roads? Because it's different. It is different. It's totally different. We're not in our four-wheel drive Jeep. off-roading mm-hmm. Jeep Liberty anymore. We're mm-hmm. in a big-ass construction van. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what's called. Delivery it's heavy. Van. It is super heavy. Uh but yeah, going, well, we made it to the top of that pass, and it's like, okay, now we can literally coast and slide mm-hmm. in. And I feel like we just looked at each other like, hey, way to remain calm during all that. <laughs> like, at least we made it through that little section, and that's kind of what it is. It's just, like, making it through every little challenge every day, meeting that with creativity, with vulnerability, whether, you know, if we need to ask for help. It's being vulnerable, like, yo, we can't do this ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need someone to help us, and the universe has felt like it's been presenting the right people yep. to help us in the spots we needed help 100 percent. and uh it's there's a lot of trust in in that aspect with this life you really just have to like trust the universe that you know it's gonna work out and you have to be open to receiving it too yeah which i feel like we have been so far i hope so <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a lot in three weeks uh, yeah, it feels like a very full three weeks. I think I said it was like a decade. Yeah. Uh, since the last podcast, but man, learning so much um, about van life, about life, about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really cool. I can't even like. We've said this at the end, like at the end of every single day. Sometimes we'll sit down and we'll, like, recount what we did that day just because it feels like so much sometimes. We, like, we like, have to. We, like, sit down for dinner and, like, literally say everything you did today from the time you woke up. Like, yeah. even how you woke up is yeah. kind of an event. Yeah. And honestly, it's – I feel like that makes it sound like we're, like, are super busy. It's not that we're, like, doing <laughs> a lot of things. It's just – I think I mentioned this in the first or in the last podcast. You're just so present for everything that you're doing that it just feels, like, very full. Yeah. So, like, even if we did – just sit on the roof for the first three hours of the day and drink our morning beverages and talk with our neighbor. Like, Which is exactly what happened this morning. That's what happened this morning. <laughs> um, it still feels like a very, it just feels like a very present, a very full three hours that like, I don't know, You at the end of the day, you feel like you've done a lot. And the thing was, it probably it was probably just like an hour and a half. It just <laughs> felt like three hours. It's just that every moment you're you're so present and so full of like that experience. Yeah. Because it's been, I mean, I think most of it have been new to us, but... Still, yeah, you have to, like, uh, approach the moments with a lot of openness and creativity Mm -hmm. and non-judgment and receptivity, yeah. 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 Anything else you want to add? I was trying to think of more nitty-gritties, you know. Well, I I know we were talking about, you know, our solar panels and stuff. Uh, One fix that we have been when we need to get, because obviously we're working remotely from our laptops i have a laptop set up with some portable hard drives that i do all my editing on so like i need power essentially because the programs i use drain the heck out of the power on my laptops and so like yeah when the solar panels are charged uh, my laptop just dies so we've been going once again in the buena vista just hitting up a local coffee shop um patronizing them and then uh chilling on their patio and we'll we'll charge up we'll do a little work while we're charging up and then we'll kind of like head out and load out so I can, so we can work remotely. But the number one thing that has to always be charged is the Nintendo switch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're going to say, right? The Nintendo (gasps) switch always has to be charged. I will use every last drop of our battery juice to charge the Nintendo switch. That's literally the truth. We're not even kidding. (laughs) And also I am, I'm becoming a Nintendo switch fan. 
Like, hell yeah. I gave Caleb crap for wanting to bring it. Or, like, you gave me he crap on the last episode. He literally bought it, I feel like, because of it. I don't know. You probably would have bought it anyways. If we were I bought it house, because but... video games are awesome and it just caters to van life, which was what I was saying in the last episode. Yeah. Like, but I am becoming a big fan. So I agree that it takes number one charge priority, and then I guess your laptop is next. I guess my laptop if I have to get work done. Whatever. I got to have the switch to maintain my creativity, mental my mental stability. Yeah, it's a yeah. mental health thing. Yeah. For sure. Is. So that is always charging. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing van life with you. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Thanks. I like it too. With you. <laughs> you don't have to say anything to it. Um, but it's been a fun experience. Uh, if you've been listening to all of the podcasts, thank you so much. I know we're literally just talking about figuring out our lives and stuff. But um, I think we're going to get into some other series and more in depth. But there, if there's any topics or stuff you want to know about van life, more like day-to-day life or like more like what do we plan for the future or like dream trips or stuff, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that. If you have any, yeah, if you have any questions or like anything you want us to address or talk about, feel free to slide into those DMs on Instagram. Yeah. Check out um, at untitled underscore van life underscore project. Yeah, now we got a, we got a lot going on. I think we've both just felt very inspired. It's a weird time in the world, but we're both feeling very inspired by the the kind of lifestyle this is leading, and also I think just the areas of the world we're living in now, just being letting nature uh, continually drive and inspire us. So hopefully we can transfer some of that uh, to you in some way or another in your life um but if you made it three episodes in thanks for listening we've yeah we have yeah sharing a lot doing a lot of stuff creating a lot of stuff um and uh just going along with the flow of the van life ride and we're uh, thanks for being along with us um yeah we couldn't do it without help yeah <laughs> even even listening you're helping that's seriously it. you really are thank you so much for listening and just being an ear to listen and a, a heart to be open to hearing all of this. Yeah. And uh, we always have our camping gear on us wherever we're at. So if you're also listening to this, come and join us. If mm-hmm. you want to see what van life is really like, not just listen. Don't just listen to the podcast. Experience One, come and it. meet us out here. You can stay in our tent. We have thermal rest. We got nice sleeping bags. We got, you know, we got the whole camping set up. It's what can, we would use to camp. Yeah. So you know it's good. You can sleep right beside our van. You can do, we'll cook for you. We'll do van life together. And then you can be on our next podcast. Seriously, the invitation is open. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and you know we're meeting our neighbors around the camping ground. It's it's been really cool. So yeah. it's uh, thank you. Don't be shy. Come Don't be shy. Us. You are welcome. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>